In Atlanta, one voice has stood out for over four decades. An AJC original, The Monica Pearson Show. Let's talk about how you got to ESPN. Revealing interviews. You are known as America's doctor, but I want to know who you were before that. When you have a different name, you have different color skin, it can be tough. With Atlanta's most famous faces as you've never seen them before. I'm telling my story. This is the American dream. The Monica Pearson Show, streaming now on AJC.com. This is D. Orlando Ledbetter with the 167th episode of the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. Everything you need to know about the Atlanta Falcons. The Falcons posted a 40-20 victory dominating the Carolina Panthers on Sunday at the Mercedes-Benz Stadium to push their record to 4-9 overall. 3-2 and two in the NFC South. Falcons scored a season-high 40 points. Hey, and in this episode, we're going to hear from, uh, cover some of those highlights from the game. Uh, hear from DeMonte Casey, Julio Jones, Matt Ryan. Uh, we got a big injury. Cornerback Desmond Trufant's out for the year. We're here for Dan Quinn. Tip our hat to the run game. Then look ahead here to the matchup on Sunday in San Francisco against Kyle Shanahan and his San Francisco 49ers. But first, without further ado, let's uh, congratulate Roddy White for going into the Ring of Honor yesterday at the stadium in a uh, wonderful ceremony there at halftime. Also, Matt Ryan passed the 50,000 yards passing mark, becoming a 10th player to do so. You know, Drew Brees and Tom Brady are top that chart. Peyton Manning, Brett Favre, and Dan Marino are, are, are three, four, and five. Uh, and then you got a, a bunch of other guys that are still playing, Roethlisberger and so forth, that uh, Matt's number 10 on that list. Also, another highlight. Julio Jones went over a thousand yards for the sixth time in his career. Uh, you know, milestone tying a record by uh, Roddy White, who also did it six times in a, in a row. In the uh, 93-yard touchdown pass to Alameda Zacchaeus, the uh, undrafted rookie from Virginia, was the longest touchdown pass in Matt Ryan's history and the third longest in franchise history. Uh, also, uh, Bobby Bear hit Michael Haynes there a while back for 98, and then and uh, Chris Chandler and Jamal Anderson hooked up for a 94-yarder back in 2001. So that was uh, some history there. The Panthers came with a zero blitz. Falcons uh, didn't quite pick it up, but Matt Ryan got the ball out up the field to Zacchaeus, the, uh, one of the stars of the exhibition season. They've been developing him. Speedy receiver out of Virginia. He hauled down the deep ball, a little bit underthrown, then shook the tackle from Dante Jackson and then walked it on into the end zone from uh, about 40 yards out there. But a heck of a, a play. That was the dagger shot. Against the Panthers yesterday as the Falcons ripped off 23 unanswered points after tying it 10-10 and took control of that game in the third quarter with some help from the offense, defense, and special teams. Uh, DeMonte Casey had two interceptions and one forced fumble to help things get started there uh, with the turnovers. Here's DeMonte Casey. 
defensive effort today that you were able to limit them so much? Um, just bringing energy. So everybody bring energy. Everybody want to play. Go out there and have some fun. It looks like on that forced fumble, your kicker is trying to audition for your job. For a linebacker. <laughs> he got right in there. You don't see that much from a kicker. No, he, he, he got some. So we play the safety. He has safety just like me on kickoff. So you got to get, get dirty. You, got, you lose a guy like Drew Font in this game. What, what, what did it say for guys? We saw, you know, Bleedy Ray Wilson come in there. Other guys stepping up as well. Um, we just got to step it up. You know, we're going to have our brother back. You know, we're going to be all right. And, you know, we're going to go out there and fight for him. You know, we were asking you guys all questions this week. What's the motivation going to the final quarter of the season like that? What is this performance to say? Today, say about you guys in these final four games. Um, anybody can do it one more, honestly. We just got to keep on being consistent and, you know, go out there do it again next week. Does it just feel like one of those games where things went right? In a season where this little thing or that little thing might have been the difference from a win or a loss, is it just one of those days where the ball kind of bounces your way? Um, yeah, it's just, man, it's just practice. You know, we got a great week of practice. You know, everybody find a ride. Yeah, Demonte Casey there, young guy. Defensive back seems to have found him a home at free safety. Here's Julio Jones. He he was um had already asked a couple of these questions, and uh, I had been at KZ, and so he was like, man, where you been? Because <laughs> uh, he usually waits for me, but uh, I was down uh, the locker room getting some stuff from DeMonte KZ. But here's Julio Jones. He just waited his turn. Still today, um, Julio, y'all had the, the you know, ceremony for Roddy. You went over a thousand again. Matt had uh, some milestones, and y'all were able to get the W. Hey, where you just come from? <laughs> I was down there. I was down. Uh, I was down there getting some. I had to get some KZ love on his uh, interceptions and stuff. But, um, with all that, you know, Roddy going to the ceremony. I mean, that's the biggest thing in the Ring of Honor for Roddy. Um, but as far as me and Matt, man. Uh, it's bigger than us. It was a great team win. Everybody, you know, did their thing. Offensive line did a great job for us. The running game was going. Um, guys was making plays. Special team was making plays for us. Um, it was just it was just a total team win today, you know. Um, but it's like, you know, me and Matt, we just, you know, for me, I'm just speaking on myself, just going out there and just, just doing my job. Uh, in the third quarter, you had uh, plays from, you know, the, the special team, the defense. Uh, every, that was the complimentary uh, ball that coach was talking about. Yeah. That's the ball I was talking about as well. Like um, special teams helped us out. They gave the offense the ball back. Defense gave the ball back. And you know, it's on us to do something with it and get some points out of those drives. Mm-hmm. Do, you take, do you take credit for uh, springing on uh, free for that touchdown on the, on the block on the outside? Man, I just just try to go out there and do my job, man. It's, it's no credit. You know, the offensive line did their job inside, and I had to do.
shooting line outside. Free had the vision to score. So, I mean, all 11 on one play doing their job. Yeah, that was Julio Jones uh, wrapping things up. Don't want to take credit for anything, uh, but uh, had another strong game there uh, to help the offense. Uh, you know, they had the four turnovers, didn't convert on the first one, but then got a, a field goal, touchdown, and a another field goal. That's uh, 13 points uh, uh, off of turnovers, off of the four turnovers. Certainly helped the effort yesterday against the Panthers. Here's Matt Ryan from the podium. Obviously, you know, very, very proud of um, of that, of, of you know, going over 50,000 career passing yards, and um, you know, I've been fortunate on a day where we honor Roddy White. Uh, it was cool to have him back because he was such a huge part of of my career. Um, and you know, it was cool. I got out of the locker room just in time to kind of see the end of his speech, which was. Which was great, and uh, you know I'm so happy for him. Uh, but then to win the game too, I think it just it, it makes the day all the better. And uh, I'm proud of the way that we played today. We, we competed hard. Offensive line played extremely well, ran the football effectively, and our defense and special teams played lights out. And would you ever imagine that number one, that the guy that goes over 50,000 is Gage, but then Zacchaeus gets the 93 yarder, which is the longest one of your career. Yeah, I told OZ, he stole Roddy's thunder today. I think Roddy had the longest one before that with the touchdown he caught in San Francisco in maybe 2009. Uh, he had a 91 yard hitch route on the outside on the left side that he broke a tackle and took to the house. So uh, OZ was stealing the thunder today of, of Roddy. But that was a great play, I'm happy for OZ. Uh, he's, he's a guy that's worked extremely hard and, and um, you know, stepped up when his number was called, you know, was in there and, and he was assigned and, and ran a great route and broke a tackle, which was, uh, which was impressive. Matt, how big was it for you all today to get the uh, 13 points off of the four turnovers? The first one you didn't, but the last three you all were able to get some points up uh, yeah. after the turnovers. Yeah, it, you know, oddly enough, it, it was a good day for us, but it could have been better. And uh, there, there were a few more opportunities that uh, we didn't take advantage of, but our special teams and, and our defense, you know, played extremely well and kept giving us uh, opportunities. And, and eventually, uh, you know, we were able to to make the plays we needed to make. And I just thought we ran the football really, really well today, and uh, just kept kept at it. And uh, you know, our offensive line did a great job. Falcons quarterback Matt Ryan. Now, bit of news out of the game. Uh, Desmond Trufant suffered a broken forearm. Will be out for the rest of the season. We're waiting to hear from uh, Calvin Ridley on a dominable, a domino <laughs> stomach injury. Uh, and uh, you know that didn't sound too serious, but he didn't come back. Just hope it doesn't like, turn into a sports hernia thing for him. Uh, but. Uh, then Wes Schweitzer, he also uh, left the game with a shoulder, and uh, we'll see uh, how that works out for him in the injury report. But Trufant's done. Uh, now they got to keep juggling in the secondary. I guess uh, Bleedy Rail just go at left, and uh, they'll keep going with Sheffield at Nico and Isaiah at right. Then you can get a chance to maybe look at Sheffield on the outside here too at the end uh, when they're in the base defense. So uh, they'll keep juggling back there in the secondary. He's been a, a fourth-round pick. Uh, pretty pretty good deal there for them getting uh, the Ohio State cornerback. He's turned out to be a good football player so far. 
So let's go to uh, <clears throat> Coach Quinn here. We had to skip him yesterday. They take way too long. They go way past the 12-minute rule. They say that it doesn't start until the last player is off the field, but uh, the Falcons be around 20 minutes sometime. Uh, so you got to make a choice where if you go here to coach, then you miss all the players. So I went and got the players yesterday. You kind of just make that call each week. Uh, you know, we're going to have to um, – Speed it up after the game. Get their post-game operation. That's one of our off-season projects for the Falcons. They got to get in compliance with the 12-minute rule under the NFL's media policy. We're going to give you some Coach Dan here. This is off of the team's website. So they got a little ad rolling here. We'll... We don't really need the ad, but once it goes to Coach Dan, we'll get the volume going here uh, on this one. Here he is. And uh, a couple of these guys, you know, first off, uh, they, you know, to honor Roddy White and his family, uh, you know, stands for what a competitor is. And, you know, Matt Ryan, to, you know, hit a milestone for throwing over 50,000 yards. I'm awfully proud of him. And uh, as well as Julio Jones, you know, for six consecutive years uh, to be over a thousand yards. I think that's the kind of day it was. I thought our team competed like those three. Uh, we knew this was going to, you know, be a line of scrimmage day. And uh, so to finish, you know, on the day, you know, having success in the run game and then forcing some turnovers, I thought that was the whole key to this thing. And uh, but a, a great day to honor a great competitor in Roddy. And I thought it just kind of carried all the way down through Matt. You know, it was certainly a big part of, uh, of that with 50,000 yards and, and who as well. So uh, glad it opened up to your guys and questions. But uh, I thought the whole team is our best complimentary game in all three phases and uh, creating turnovers and, you know, that, that all the way came through. Yeah, Coach, you mentioned the uh, run game. It seemed like right from the jump you guys made a concerted effort to establish that. You know, how much did that impact your offense and what you guys were able to do? Well, I think you heard me talk about it some, uh, you know, after the last game where we didn't have enough, you know, turns to go in there. There he is, so Coach Quinn. So we wanted to make sure, you know, that part of pass protection was going to be some in the run game and the play pass. So we wanted to make sure that was going to be something that we, uh, you know, really dialed into and had a big part of, of the week in the preparation. Uh, so to see that come through today was good. Hey, Coach. Uh, what impact did Chris Lindstrom's return have on the running game? Well, number one, we're pumped for him. This is a guy, uh, you know, after the injury, just did every – thing possible to get back and get right and so he's been chomping at the bit to get going and uh, so I thought for his first performance you know I'm, I'm looking forward to watching it tonight but uh, you know you felt his physicality you always do and in practice this week you, know, you could tell he was he was going to not be denied in fact I uh, saw him on Friday and I said hey man he, he had a good week and uh, won't wait on to next week and he about stood up no 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 I'm ready to go right now <laughs> so I wanted to you know make sure he was good and he had a good week and uh, it was good to see him get reps today and we'll see if we can increase that uh, based on you know what we saw from the game and uh, coach on the other side of the ball the pass rush you know really came alive how cool was it to see you know Tack and Vic get back there and meet up at uh, Kyle Allen several times throughout the game yeah I thought uh, they were a factor and and quite likely you know a factor with KZ you know having some interceptions to go and sometimes the rush can be, you know, where you're forcing a sack, 
you know, to get the turnover there, which we did with Vic. I think Tyler was one who came up with it. But, uh, you know, some of the interceptions, I thought, uh, you know, KZ had a big performance of the ball. And he's just, he's got a knack for it. You know, when we drafted him, that was one of the things that we said, he is a ball guy to go. But uh, to answer your question on the pass rush, I thought uh, that's a good example of the coverage and the rush, you know, working in sync. Uh, when you get ahead, you know, obviously you're, you're ready to let it rip a little more. So those are the moments that you're trying to create. Uh, but I thought, um, you know, as we're starting this next four-game block, you know, we targeted some things we wanted to improve upon and, and go for. And, uh, you know, the line of scrimmage work was a big part of that. And uh, Young Wei... keep it well. There we'll we go. Conversation. I'll do it all. Uh, Young Wei Koo was perfect kicking the ball, but obviously he had that big fumble recovery. How was that awesome to see, you know, him running down and getting involved in the play, even though, you know, yeah, the, de- the players were definitely uh, excited for him, you know, after they found out he was the one that recovered it. Um, so, yeah, it was a good day by him. We, we certainly didn't call the bank on the on the 50-yarder. So I heard one of the players say, they don't, they don't know how to pronounce your name now. <laughs> Coach, how good was it to see uh, a much more dominant performance by the O-line, obviously just one sack and just um, six hits on Matt Ryan today? Yeah. How important was it to see that? I know you mentioned that was one of the things you wanted to focus on in this last uh, yeah, four-game block. Yeah, we talked about during the week, uh, you know, from all the way when we got back together Monday. Um, we had talked about the run game and we talked about the play pass that was going to go with that. And so I thought uh, the guys did a good job working in concert together of that and uh, making some of the looks feel exactly the same. We talked about all the details, quarterback, running back, mesh, uh, to make those linebackers and safeties have to step up for the run to, to have some opportunities to do that. So um, we need to have that formula. You know, that's when we're at our best. All right, you guys. Yes, sir. Question, quote, uh, just looking at the outcome of the game, do you feel this might be the best all-around game the team has played all year? From the numbers standpoint and just my feeling coming off the field, I'd say it felt the most complimentary. Um, the turnover margin, I think it ended up being 4-0 and having one on teams, you know, delivering on some, you know, some tackles that were inside the 20, creating a takeaway. So I'd say, you know, that's our best example of, you know, all three phases playing together. And so that's what we're always trying to battle for. But yeah, I'd say that was, that was it today. Or certainly, uh, you know, for us, one of the ones that we thought was, was probably best. All right, you guys have a great night. All right. <clears throat> Falcons coach Dan Quinn there after the game, wrapping things up there. Uh, after the 40-20 to 20 win, season-high 40 points. Also, season-high 159 yards rushing. Uh, not going to get real excited about that because, you know, the Panthers uh, gave up 137.5 a game, th- uh, 29th in the league. So, you, you know, you needed to run the ball on the on one of the worst run defenses in the league. Uh, Freeman had 17 carries for 84 yards and one touchdown. Uh, Brian Hill had nine carries for 62 yards and one touchdown. So the run game uh, was very important against uh, one of the worst run defenses in the league. So now let's look ahead to next Sunday's game. It'll be the uh, San Francisco 49ers who will improve to 11-2 and yesterday with a dramatic win over the New Orleans Saints. Uh, George Kittle's going to be a load. The tight end who rambled up and down the field. I think Carter Allen's going to be a little too small for him. 
Might have to see some Jamal Crawford in there. Uh, but uh, 11 and 2, San Francisco 49ers. Coach Kyle Shanahan and Jimmy Garoppolo have the 49ers at the number one seed in the NFC with three games to go. They are being chased by Seattle, New Orleans, and Green Bay, all with 10 and 3 records. So that means they're going to be playing for, uh, you know, their playoff uh, livelihood. So the Falcons. Falcons will need to go and uh, uh, make sure they have that pass protection together like they did yesterday. One sack, six quarterback hits. That was after giving up 15 sacks and I believe 24 quarterback hits in the last two games to Tampa Bay and New Orleans. So they're going to have to tighten that up against this strong San Francisco front. But with that, let's go ahead and get out of here. Uh, The 100. 67th episode of the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. Take care and have a great rest of the week. AJC's trusted veteran political voices, Greg Bluestein, Patricia Murphy, Tia Mitchell, and Bill Nygut are the essential source for Georgia politics. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution's Politically Georgia. Sign up for the newsletter, download the podcast, subscribe to the AJC. Hip-hop is a product of black people. It's a product of black song and celebration. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution presents Hip-hop's most pulled elements are pulled from the South. A Southern hip-hop store. We always go back to that moment of the Source Awards. Everybody wants your rhythm, but they don't want your blues. The biggest names in hip-hop. Atlanta is still the mecca for hip-hop. 50 years. No one can deny. One film. The power of the South now. The South got something to say. Streaming now at AJC.com slash hip-hop.